Let's start with Socrates, who we already know a little bit about. It's the year 399 BC, about 2400 years ago, and Socrates is on trial for corrupting the minds of the youth of Athens, which was the city in which he lived. He was officially charged with corrupting youth, worshipping false gods and not worshipping the state religion. He defended himself unsuccessfully before a jury and was sentenced to death. Believe it or not, the whole trial took just one day and after the trial his friends tried to help him escape, however he refused, choosing to drink poison. Fast forward to the Middle Ages where Thomas Aquinas made us more aware of the power of reasoning. Aquinas followed a system to make sure that reasonable foundations were used when people were thinking. The Renaissance saw a flood of scholars who began to think critically in the subject of religion, human nature, law, society, art and freedom. Scholars such as Colette, Erasmus and more followed up on the guys before them, with the assumption that most of human life needed analysis and a more critical look. Francis Bacon wrote a book called The Advancement of Learning where he argued for the importance of studying the world empirically. Basically what this means is you gather evidence to support your arguments. Fifty years later Descartes wrote Rules for the Direction of the Mind where he developed a method for critical thinking based on the principle of systematic doubt. He argued that every part of thinking should be questioned, doubted and tested. Around the same time Sir Thomas More developed a model of new social order where every domain of the present world was subject to critique. This was called utopia. This paved the way for critical thinking in science and the development of democracy, human rights and freedom of thought. What we start to see is that these foundations that were laid by early thinkers spread quickly throughout the 17th and 18th centuries around the world and in lots of different areas in society. Science, social and economic ideas, biology, psychology, sociology and anthropology all benefited from thinking differently. The most important thing to take away from this very brief history is that these foundational thinkers saw the need to use a deliberate pattern of thinking rather than rely on assumptions. When you assume something you take that thought to be true without any evidence, and we know that this is more along the lines of subjective thinking than it is of objective thinking and therefore not very critical at all. Even scientists throughout history have been wrong. Critical thinking applies to everyone in the world. Remember, nobody knows everything and we are learning new things all the time. Science is a field of discovery. If we knew everything there was to discover, the sciences wouldn't exist and we wouldn't need to know anything anymore. Sounds dull doesn't it? So now that we've had a look at a brief history of critical thinking all the way from Socrates 2400 years ago, we can now apply a process of thinking to everything. Now that you know a bit about critical thinking, you can question things people say. You can question what their motives could be and how they word those questions. Maybe they have something to gain? Where did they get their information from? The more questions you ask, the more information you will have and then the better your judgment will be. Lucky for us, these thinkers throughout history made our job of questioning much easier.